Here. It's a red flag in general because it's clearly like they want to keep you separate from the rest of their life. Yeah. And because that, the more separate you are from the rest of your life makes it easier for them to get rid of you. We are rocking and rolling. Welcome back for episode nine. We hope you guys enjoyed episode eight with Kaylee. We had a lot of fun recording that one, but this week we have a very special guest, my very own boyfriend, Josh Posniak. Josh, say hi. Hi, I'm I'm Josh. I, I more importantly, I am Sam's boyfriend. So. <laughs> he doesn't mean that sarcastically either. I mean, if you like. If you guys head over to like our GMTA like Instagram, you'll usually see like very like funny comments from Josh, like referring to himself as Sam's stinky boyfriend. <laughs> like, oh I my feel gosh, like he's always saying that. Something else I think is really funny is when we did the swipe right or swipe left. He swiped left on every woman and swiped left right on all the guys. Which well, is like, he's just, I mean, okay, okay. To to be fair, like you know, the the only woman I have eyes for is Sam. But like, Aww, I I okay, I can okay. I can admit that a man is good looking. You know, like I could, you know. I'm, okay, so saying. here's the thing. I told the guy that I'm talking to. I think I can finally like talk refer to him as backpack boy. I told him about what Josh had said with like swiping left and swiping right, and he was like Ashley. The list of guys that you put up were way hotter than the list of girls that you put up. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you think? So, I mean, I guess I guess that reasoning. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, well, I, I love Backpack Boy because I'm paying him to, um, when he goes back to his home state, he's going to get a checked bag that I'm paying for <laughs> and I'm putting 20 cheesesteaks from Wawa, which is a great food establishment. And bringing it back for me. So, um, thank you. All right. Well, well, furthermore, aside from being my boyfriend, tell us a little bit about you. Who yeah. are you? I mean, you know, I'm I'm just just a nice guy. Hi. Um, <laughs> just a nice guy. I graduated from Illinois State, just like Ashley and Sam did. You know, roll birds, baby. Big big fan of sports. I love the Cubs, Philadelphia Eagles, Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, uh, my mom once said to me, because I didn't hang out with Sam for about 24 hours, um, <laughs> if all you care about in life is sports, then sports will be all that you have with a broken heart emoji. Um, <laughs> that one hurt. That one hurt. I but, love you know, that. I love that. <laughs> you know, I mean, my heart really did break when she told me that. And ever since then, I've lived a new life. And now I just praise. He's given up the, sports. Since. I, I just I just praise the ground that Sam walks. I As don't, don't leave her side. I don't leave her side because I left it for 24 hours. <laughs> and then my mom put me in my place. You know what? I actually love uh, Mrs. Posniak for doing that because... Queen. (laughs) Seriously, such a queen. She's so funny. Such a queen. Um, But kind of just like diving deep into who you are, I think that we should talk about how all of us kind of met and how, you know, how this all started. We ended up where we all are today. You know, Josh and I dating and Ashley and I being such great friends because we did a group project together. (laughs) But before that was, a, that was a shit show. Before, <laughs> before the group project, you know, obviously we were all in the school of communication. I've always kind of like known about Josh because like I've seen you on campus. I actually don't remember this until 
Sam, you might have told me, or Josh, you might have told me, we met in Sarah Hall's class, which was, was that, mm-hmm. what PR class was that? 268. You and I were partnered up for like an icebreaker activity. Yeah. Who yeah. were we? We had to like find, I... we like had these pieces of paper with like, it was um, something super corny. I think it was like Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam? Oh, I'm maybe, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was like, wow, I got literally like the single corniest thing <laughs> that I could have possibly gotten. I think that's so. funny too because like everyone always says that he looks like John Krasinski. Yeah. 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 Or I, David Dobrik. I, He's like a mix the, of them. The, the David You're Dobrik like, one makes a little sense. I, You're like, the John Krasinski one, no. So we met in that class um, and all of us were actually in that class together. Okay, so, I just – I have to bring this up because I remember – Sam and I were in, like, a separate class, but one of Sam's friends had, like, mentioned, like, oh, yeah, like, you should um, tell Josh to be in your group for this group project. And then I remember her talking about how Josh had a crush on Sam. <laughs> okay, no. No, 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 no. Okay, this is how it went. So, oh, God. I'm Here a, we I, go. Okay, okay. So, so I met Sam at, like, this fundraiser for her acapella group. Nerd. Um, <laughs> not saying that all acapella folks you're are nerds but i know i'm just saying that you're a nerd sam um but anyways i say to our friend megan um sh- shout out to megan so you know i i meet sam i said to megan after like i talked to her for a little bit i was like sam's hot and then megan said she has a boyfriend and i'm like i'm all right and i was gonna mind my own business and, and that's what i did <laughs> and so. now we're dating <laughs> and now you guys are dating but i don't i think it's so funny because sam did not remember that and that stuck with me because, like, when Sam and Josh were, like, talking and kind of, like, pre-dating, Sam didn't know if Josh liked her. <laughs> and I was just like, bitch, are you crazy? Like, he's head over heels for you. Like, do you not remember, like, what Meg said to us? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> just because I said that, just because I threw that out there, just threw the simple fact out there. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't mean that I had a crush on her. I mean, like... Josh, look at where you guys are now. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Like, it's not what it means. So, it's not... You literally just said that you worship the ground that she walks on, so whatever. Yeah, but I didn't back then, <gasps> which was a mistake. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, it was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> uh, everything before was a mistake. Aw. Okay, but, like, <laughs> obviously, like, we met and everything, like, through class, but, like, you guys should talk a little bit about how you guys got together. I, overall, what it may, mostly was, was we were just two really good friends. Then we talked, you know, we texted a lot um sam tried a lot but you know we were just friends and then we finally spent time together in person just just as friends too and you know it just happened after being together for like in person for a long time so yeah i love that yeah it was like like josh was driving back to isu one weekend and he had to drive through plainfield which is where i lived and he was like hey you want to like go grab dinner so we went and grabbed dinner like super chill and then i ended up going to isu that weekend (laughs) we randomly ended up spending like a whole bunch of time together and that's just kind of how we figured it out i guess yeah i'm very glad that we all like stayed in touch after isu just because one Sam, like, you are one of my best friends. And Josh, I'm super happy that you and Sam are together. And I literally, like, love you guys together. Oh. Backpack Boy loves you guys oh. together. He was literally like, Thanks. did you ever tell him how <laughs> Backpack Boy was like? Oh no, God, I, I didn't. I didn't tell you that. You can tell him. 
I yeah, think. he w- he like told me he was like I just love Sam and Josh together. They were having so much fun like at your birthday, like at the bar, like you guys were just oh, vibing wow. and dancing. And he was just like, I love them. I Someone love them. had to bring the vibes. <laughs> we did. So. Yeah, that's one thing. I I'm gonna toot our own horn here. <laughs> toot our own horn here. I've said this to you before, but I do think that combined, like we are a good time. I think if someone's like third wheeling with us, I objectively think that we're just fun. Yeah. You I know. can see it. I mean, I, I do whenever, like, we're hanging out with someone extra. I try to, like, make sure, like, right now that, you know, it's, like, not us just, like, sitting next to each other. Yeah. And I feel good as a third wheel right now. Not going to lie. Oh. You're not even a third wheel. Josh, <laughs> Josh is. is technically the third wheel. <laughs> yeah, I am. It's whatever. I guess we can, like, kind of dive into, like, a fun little game that we have planned here um, with Josh. And you guys can learn a little bit more about him. So we're going to do a this or that. But Sam and I are going to guess his answer. And, you know, these questions, I, I made sure, like, Ashley knows Josh really well, too, at this point. And so we made sure that these are questions that it's not like I have an advantage because I'm his girlfriend. Like, these these are things that we can both, like, guess. You might know more, but maybe. Uh, we'll, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So we're going to, you'll you'll read the question, and then you and I are going to guess, and then Josh will tell us his true answer. Okay. Ready? So the first one is Gucci belt or Gucci shoes. One, two, three. Gucci belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the belt. Both of them. <laughs> no, you can add an option. I mean, one. like I. If you could only choose one. I I I mean, I guess I can wear the belt more often because I mean, like I can only wear my shoes like I can't wear them that often just because they get dirty because they're white. So I do need to get another pair though. But now I have, like, actual expenses now that I'm an actual adult, not like college where I could freely buy myself designer products with the money that I made. <laughs> I have actual obligations, so. Um, okay, next one. The beach or the pool? This one I kind of don't know, but I'm going to take a guess. Ready? I think. Just to, like, if you're going out with friends, would you rather be at the beach or a pool for, like, a little function okay. or whatever? All right, All right. ready? One, two, three. Pool. It's definitely the beach. I, you know, love spending a good old time, you know, and maybe toss a little little pigskin around, a little football, a little frisbee, you know. (laughs) I mean, it's just a good time at the beach. And also the beach, just better views, guaranteed. True. Fair enough. Okay, I want you to know, I did not (laughs) write this question. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. Short hair on girls or long hair on girls? Okay, one, two, two three, three. Long. And the reason why I said I didn't write that is because I just recently cut my hair, and Josh was making fun of me for asking his opinion on it. You can give I, your, you can weigh in. I I prefer long hair, so they were both correct. And when Sam would ask me for her opinion, I <laughs> you know I told her I think we should keep it longer. And she just kept saying it and <laughs> because I knew that she was going to do it. And I was For like, context, he also told me to do whatever I wanted. He wasn't like, don't cut your hair. Keep it long. Yeah. He did say, and do whatever you want. I'm, sure I'm not going to care. It's beautiful. Yes, right. It's beautiful. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Oprah or Nathan Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> I. OK, ready. I don't know where to go. I with think this I know, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Nathan. Nathan. Oprah. What? Yeah, I love Oprah. <laughs> and it's for the simple reason that she gave my mom a free car. 
So <laughs> for those of you that don't know, um, Josh's mom, Nana, and his aunt Tanya were all at. Um, they were at the Oprah show the day that she did. You get a car. You get a car, and they all got a car. Yes, Josh, uh, everyone did get a car. I hope you use that as like a fun fact whenever. Oh, like I, every time that I do um, two truths and a lie, I do. Um, that I was at Game 7 of the World Series when the Cubs won, um, that my mom got a free car from Oprah, true, and that I was on um, Jimmy Kimmel's Mean Tweets for Barack Obama. All right. Next one. Cubs or Eagles? I'm just going to think I have my a guess. Guys. Yeah. Okay. okay, ready? Three, two, one. Cubs. Eagles. Cubs. Okay. All right. Why? I'm I'm a baseball guy at heart. I um you know it's been my favorite sport since I was a little kid. You know it's something that I've always just you know been so infatuated with. And um, aren't the Cubs like the only Chicago team that you actually root for? I root for the Bulls, but I'm not a big NBA okay. fan. Okay. So um been Cubs fan since I was you know born because my dad, but. The Eagles I picked up when I was a little kid, probably when I was in like fourth or fifth grade. I just, I don't know, I started liking them and I stuck with me. You know, I've watched every single game they've had for, you know, almost 10 years now. I mean, because before that, I just didn't know how to stream games illegally. <laughs> um, so that was the only thing that was stopping me. I would always, you know, every time they had a primetime game where we did get them on TV, I was, you know, glued to the TV. It was. Like Christmas for me, just it came three, four times a year, and um, but yeah, I am a huge nerd about all of my favorite sports teams, basically. Last one, San Diego or Dallas? San Diego. Oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> that was gonna be my guess. Yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, I honestly wouldn't have known. Give me, give me like two other different cities that I've been to. Columbus or Iowa City. <laughs> Columbus easily hands down not even close. I mean, Columbus is actually like a major city in Iowa City. Isn't I don't know. It's just the two things that came off the top of my head. I also I got COVID in Iowa City. Oh yeah, um, true. Yeah. First breakthrough case time. that I ever knew of. <laughs> but yeah, so that was just a fun little way to get warmed up, but um, you know, the real reason that we have Josh here, let me preface this by saying that completely objectively, Josh is a very good person to talk to about advice because 100%. he looks at things from like from both parties point of view. And even like when we were just friends, I would go to him, you know, talk to him about things and like advice. And, you know, he's just a very good person to talk to because he's a deep thinker. And so the reason why we have him here today is to give his take from, you know, a guy's perspective on like dating and hookup culture and different Just, things yeah. like that. And we um, we did do like a little like Google form where, you know, you guys got to ask questions. So whatever you guys wanted a uh, guy's perspective on, we have. So yeah. And then, you know, we'll obviously dive into our own questions mm-hmm. for Josh. But, um, you know, I think like a lot of the time as women or girls or whatever, when, when it comes to like dating, when it comes to relationships, hookups, different things like that, I know that it's like you, you can want some of these questions answered and your first thought is to like go to your girlfriends and like right. ask. Um, but, you know, you've got a completely objective mm-hmm. guy here who's here to answer these questions for you. And I know that some of the questions that I even read in the Google form are like good questions that I might have even, you know, had 
had thought of, you know, yeah. when I wasn't dating Josh. There's one that I read and I was like, ooh, I like this question like a lot because that's something that I would definitely ask. And yeah. I, to your point, Sam, like that's very true. Like I 100% go, I go to you and Kaylee a lot. I have like my close guy friends and like my godbrother and everything, but I 100% go to you guys unless like I'm just like, okay, I absolutely need a guy's perspective on this. And I did go to Josh like I went to Josh about Valentine's Day. I remember that. <laughs> but yeah. I did, I, I, I did give a pretty well thought out answer for that you, one. You did give a pretty not, well Not to toot my own horn. I don't like doing that. So I apologize. <laughs> you, you can toot your own horn on the podcast today because that's why we're here. He'll give advice. Not to toot your, you know what I mean. Well, <laughs> like, I asked him like a question about Valentine's Day and he literally like explained, explained, ex- he explained the reasoning for everything. And I was like, this makes a lot of sense. And you went into depth with everything. And I was like, you know what? I like this. Yeah, I do Pretty ramble like a lot. No, so. it's not rambling. And you know what? I'll say it because Josh won't say it here. He is constantly like three steps ahead of mm-hmm. everyone, like at any given time. And something that I really enjoy about like talking to you in general or when I ask you for advice about things is that you're very intentional with your responses and you you know you think through it from like 12 different facets like Josh will be the first person to tell first person to tell you that he's very into like strategy and I think that that like when you're giving advice or when someone's asking you like for your opinion on something correct me if I'm wrong but that like kind of goes into play there yeah 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 I mean it's definitely important when you're evaluating a situation um you know something you know stressing you out to kind of just lay everything out and really look at it from different perspectives but I know it can be hard sometimes to separate yourself from a situation which is why a lot of times it can be good to talk to other people about things and you know get different perspectives on it because I mean not even just me but you know like other people who are totally different from you are going to be the ones that are going to give you some of the best advice not the people who are most like you because the people who are most like you a lot of times are just going to tell you what you want to hear or Mm -hmm. you go to them because they tell you what you want to hear because they're so much like you way to call us out josh (laughs) (laughs) i mean no fair enough okay so the very first question that we have are when we are in an argument, why do y'all do something purposefully to get under our skin and make us more upset? I think that when someone is when you, when you can you should be able to detect the fights coming and just kind of shut up for a little bit, um, and then you know kind of worry about it more so the next day because you know cooler heads will prevail. I never like to really have any sort of like confrontation until you know i've let myself simmer down a little bit i don't like to really have any arguments while i'm still really mad because you know what i know that i know when i'm thinking rationally i know when i'm not thinking rationally and i just try to prepare myself for that and a lot of times i try to be willing to even if i get told something mean not talking about just like from sam sam never told me anything mean I'm, i'm not even kidding on that part though actually like (laughs) she's like the nicest person ever to me Mm. but um yeah i mean and a lot of times you know just i I get told something the wrong way and i just i just try to reword it in my own head and put it past me for a little bit and then think to myself like does that really bother me and a lot of times i just think to myself 
I'm so glad that I didn't say anything based on how mm-hmm. I was feeling before because there was just no point to it. You know, it's not that important. It's not that big of a deal. Um, it's great that you can do that, I yeah. think. Yeah, so I, I was going to ask, like, do you... So this person is asking, like, why why do people... Like, why do men do that? And do you think, like, the reasoning is just because they didn't give themselves enough time to cool down? Yeah, and, like, I was probably like it's not the reasons. You I know. think that goes for the other side, too, though, because yeah. it's girls, it's everyone. Girls can be just as hurtful. And, like, I can say that from experience. Like, I definitely can handle my emotions a lot better now. But if I'm in the moment and I'm angry and, like, I want to attack, like, I will attack because in the moment it makes me feel better, but then I feel shitty afterwards. And then, like, you know, after, like, I think about it, I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. But I get it. Yeah. It's just, like, emotions take over sometimes. Yeah, and I don't even think it's that, like, someone would do it intentionally to make Mm -hmm. you more upset. I think it's more so just, like, the not being able to control kind of, like, holding your tongue and acting on your emotions. in the moment, yeah. Yeah, and I think a a large part of um, what can help that is kind of understand what is going to set off you know your partner or whoever it is and realize that you need to hold your tongue in that situation at least for just a few hours and then be able to come at them in a more respectful manner because a lot of times when something happens in the moment they believe that their action was justified and then you know a couple hours after and it's not in the moment they might not feel that exact same way and then you tell them about how that made you feel then they'll be a lot more receptive to thinking that, you know, they were wrong and what happened wasn't justified. Those are all good points. Very good points. Um, Next question. Why do you guys go back to a girl that they broke things off with after they see them doing good without them? Ooh. I've, I've never done that. I, I mean, I think that it's definitely got to be jealousy for people that do that, but... This one's definitely hard for me because I've never been in that situation. I've never been. I just like your thoughts on it overall. Like, yeah, I mean, I've always thought it's stupid. Um, you know, I think there's there's definitely a window um, that is good for that, but I think it's just every time that I've ever had that happen, and then like once I move on, I realize that you know what, like there were parts of this that weren't what I wanted, and. That helps me stay away from it. You know, I realize, like, you know what? Like, I it's just that I hold out hope that everything will be figured out. You know, it's going to be a lot easier. And, you know, it's been a lot easier than it ever has been with Sam. So. I love that for you guys. See, like, with this question, like, in my mind, it just roots back to, like, jealousy or, like, oh, my gosh, I fucked up. Like. I think it's the whole. I want what I can't have yeah, sort of thing yeah. when people yeah, do that. that's very real. Yeah, and, and again, I do think that goes on both ends, but oh, most more so with men because scientifically, they get over breakups in a different way. Like mm-hmm. when, when a girl is upset, you know, at the beginning, they're kind of in the like, oh, I'm free, quote unquote, stage. And then as soon as the girl's okay is when it starts catching yes. up to them. Yes. So, so I think like that's why we up. see it happen with yeah. men so often. I feel like from experience, I can say that too. But <laughs> anyways, next question is, what's hookup culture like from a guy's perspective? Um, a lot of it is just you want the the sexual satisfaction of a relationship without being in one uh that's really never been my sort of thing 
Um, but yeah, I think that hookup culture a lot of times just stems from people just wanting to have fun. I'm not a huge fan of hookup culture, but I understand why it's done. Um, and some people like just want to have fun. And if that's their way of having fun and like it's the same for like both parties, then like so be it. But I don't know. I'm just like, I'm such like a lovey dovey person. Like I just, I don't think I could yeah, continue it's... to do that for such a long time. Yeah. I don't think it, I mean, I've never, genuinely, I've never gone through like, I have never gone through like the hoe phase, quote unquote, <laughs> whatever. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I don't think it's for me either. But I have a lot of like friends who did. Mm-hmm. And to um, like to Josh's point, most of the reason why they would do it is just like for, you know, like the instant gratification, like the yeah. sexual satisfaction of a relationship, but not being in the mindset um, to, to be in one. Right. Or like have a prospect or anything like that. How do you think it's like different from – a, like from a guy's point of view than it is like from a girl's mm-hmm. or is it i feel like guys think of it a lot more as like an accomplishment and i think that it drives some guys too is that they view it as an accomplishment to see like how many girls they can hook up with or how many guys they can hook up with how, you know i just i wonder how like the conversation goes because like i feel like you know if it's just going to be like a hookup versus like actually like talking afterwards you know like i just i wonder how that goes like you have like the conversation beforehand like hey like we're just gonna sleep together for one night and then like never talk to each other again and just like each other's pictures on instagram yeah i don't i don't know if it's so much that as it is just like an in the moment sort of thing i don't know sometimes i think it also just comes from you know reasonably you know it's not gonna work out you know you know that it's not going anywhere but like you might be going to move across the country or something like that and you know you're moving across the country in a couple of months and you met someone a lot of it just stems from being scared i think too sometimes of yeah, like I, something that can happen can and it's not because of like how you feel about that person specifically it can be that you know that things won't work even though you wish they could just kind of going off of that I was gonna say I feel like it might also kind of like stem from a point in your life when you're like not quite ready for vulnerability it could be like if you were just fresh out of a relationship Mm -hmm. or like for I'm sure that's not the case for everyone like some people genuinely like just enjoy hookup culture but I think that that could be part of it too diving into the next question um I think this is I think this is a pretty good one I feel like a lot of girls think about this Everyone has different love languages, so it's hard to pick up on feelings sometimes. How do you know a guy is really into you or serious about you without asking? Oh, that's a good question. Because, like, sometimes, like, having the conversation is hard because it's just, like, you don't want, like, if you're starting to like someone, like, how do you bring it up to them without freaking out over, yeah. like, oh, my gosh, does he like me? Does he not like me? Like, am I overthinking this? Yeah. Like, what if he says no? Like, is my heart going to be broken, you know? Yeah, um, I definitely think that one way to kind of gauge it is just kind of sprinkle in a few of the different, like, love languages, like, kind of picked up on in the question and, you know, see if how they receive all of those and which ones, you know, they're most thankful for or whatever. And the big thing 
The big thing that I will always say for if someone is interested in you, if you ask someone to do something and they actually can't and they offer to reschedule, that is the number one thing. Because if they don't choose, they're like, oh, sorry, I can't. And they leave it at that, then it's like, just... I mean, you don't have to like not just not just give it up, but like I mean, you're you're up against the ropes, kid. Uh, it's <laughs> it's this tough. It's a tough situation to be in. Usually, you just know. Usually, you like you can. I mean, that sounds so so broad, but like if you think it, go with it. Um, you don't have to run with it just yet, but like lean towards it and usually there's nothing that can actually go wrong with that i mean i feel like you don't always know because <laughs> i'm just gonna reference back to sam sam didn't know <laughs> sam 100 percent didn't know i mean i had an idea yeah and what happened you yeah. you feel it when it's there to be honest if i look back i think i like felt the shift in like when it went from like, oh, this is us just being friends to like, hmm, maybe he kind of likes me. Oh my god, I love. So that. I, in my situation, I was gonna say it's funny that you said that because like, if he doesn't like you, you'll be wondering. But if he does, you will know. And I know that this question, like, you know, said without asking, but sometimes communication. I mean, I'm not gonna say sometimes. Communication is always good. Yeah. And I know it's scary to ask, but at the same time, it's like, wouldn't you rather know than, like, not know? So, like, you're not... Like, spinning your wheels, yeah. Yeah, so you're not, like, wasting your time and, like, getting all worked uh, worked up over nothing, you know? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But, like, I also, like, I can't say anything because, like, sometimes I'm too afraid to, like, say shit. And, like, I'm sure so many of you guys are too afraid to say something. So, like, I get it. Like, wanting to pick up on different cues and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, it's one of those things where a lot of times you have to just feel the right moment to actually kind of make that move. You have to like feel it out, but you also have to be patient a lot of times because it it takes a while to come to you. Um, yeah, and you have to find the right moment. You have to find them in the right spot. You don't want to do it at a point where you feel like they might be doing something else or, you know, they're with someone else, you know, or like you're not sure if they're interested because like sometimes they'll, you know, someone will be kind of on the fence and then you tell them and then it's like, I, it's like you're kind of being rushed into making a decision on the spot. And a lot of it's because of that, just, being impatient and not waiting for that right moment with them. Um, kind of make, try to make things happen at the very end. It'll usually be worth it. And if not, you will probably be able to pick up on a lot more signs from guys or girls because you don't interpret signs the same way that I interpret signs. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you guys probably don't interpret signs the same way as each other. That actually, like, flows into our next question really well. Um, Not so much about, like, signs in general, but, like, you'll understand, like, when I read it. 
from a guy's point of view, what do you think are red flags that females or males should be aware of in men? I feel like there are a lot that are overlooked because we might not know any better. It's a good question. I'll say my my first big red flag, first for people in general, if they say that they have no friends from back home or from high school anymore because, oh, they were so immature for me or, oh, I just didn't get along with them. They, no, they were the problem. That's just the, – there was something – there's something kind of there. Everyone stays in touch with someone mm-hmm. that, you know, from their childhood or from, you know, from however long it is in their life. But, like, college you, – you, I mean, you, you change a lot in college, but there are also plenty of people that you grow up with that you should be – you know, friends with regardless of where you are in life. You know, I have my two best friends, Jake and Alex, where I can pick up on a conversation with them from, you know, forever. And I mean, we could have not talked for weeks, months even. And Low maintenance friends. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. Yeah. So you should be able to have those friends still. Even So that's just the big red flag for people in general is if they have no friends from early on in their lives Mm -hmm. because eventually that just means that they weeded out people from their life because probably because of what they did. I mean, obviously I I can't speak for some people who come from areas where their opinions can be a lot different from the ones that they have. Um, But I still think that, yeah, in general, it's a very indicative thing from someone, but yeah, we can go more into talking about this from a dating perspective too. I I think the biggest red flag in a guy is if he doesn't want to do anything with you with any of his friends or your friends. That's one thing you have to look out for in a couple a couple dates. And I mean, sometimes though, and and this is something that you you won't notice it in. The ones where you're like head over heels or someone, it's very obvious, but because you just want to spend time together. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be spending time with other people. You want your time with that person to be with them. But eventually there's going to come a point where, you know, it's not going to be all that you want. And it's important to you know, see their friends and know their friends and for them to know your friends. But they, this <laughs> is a red flag in general because... It's clearly like they want to keep you separate from the rest of their life. Yeah. And because that the more separate you are from the rest of your life makes it easier for them to get rid of you. Mm. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. What's another one? Give us give us like one or two more. Give me give me give me some of yours. Give me some My yours. red flags? Yeah. Mm. I think we talked about this. Yeah, we did. I mean, we were kind of slap happy when we talked about yeah. it. And like I think one that I maybe and again that's I don't know even know if I mentioned this like on like the first or whatever episode it was on but um I do agree with Josh like friends huge thing and that is again just like super important to me but um I think maybe something you can pick up on within the first few dates is just like how they like treat their mother or like how they treat their parents and like how they talk about their parents like for me again family is a huge thing to me I'm very close to my parents yeah. and I feel like everyone always says like look at the way that he treats his mother um and given I know that a lot of people like will have 
broken relationships and I I get that um but if you see that there's like a lot of love and respect there like I feel like that's something that's very admirable um so if he doesn't treat his mother well I feel like that could be an issue for me um I and this might be controversial because I know that we're like younger and like I, I you know considered to be like in like the partying stage of life um but for me it's drinking in excess like I mean I think it's perfectly normal to like go out and drink and you know like have fun with your friends but it if it's like to the point where it's like an issue I think that's it can be kind of a red flag for you know the rest of the, like the trajectory of the relationship and I, I mean I, I think that might be okay for some people like if your lifestyles match up but for me, like I was in a previous relationship where like the person that I was dating was like heavily drinking and, you know, obviously it didn't match up with my lifestyle, but it also like changed their character, you know, like in other areas of the relationship and just like in life in general. And it just wasn't for me. Okay. That's fair. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And like, in all honesty, like I... I enjoy, like, going out and, like, you know, having a drink, but, like, I feel like I did a lot more of that in college, and, like, I feel like in summer, like, I'm gonna go out, like, more weekends, but I like just, like, having, like, a chill drink and remembering, like, my day. Let me, let me rephrase that into someone who cannot have fun without alcohol. Okay, Which is funny because Josh literally doesn't drink, so I did a literal 360, (laughs) Um, but I, You can 100% have fun without it. 100% have fun without it. Yeah. Um, and I think like, I don't know. I just think that's important. Yeah. I think you hit on a good point though with the lifestyles not matching up. I think Mm -hmm. that it is important for you to kind of realize, I mean, I'd be necessarily a red flag for everybody, but a lot of things in your life, you know, you want your specific person is going to be a very specific way and it's going to feel right with a lot of those sort of indicators, um, you know, what they want to do with lifestyle, um, how they treat other people, you know, it's kind of some of their views on things. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I think it's okay to, like, have a lot of, not a lot of differences. I think it's okay to have differences, but, like, I feel like it's it's necessary for, like, your lifestyles to match up. And I know, like, that might take a while for some people to learn, but I don't necessarily think it's, like, a topic that is like taboo on like the first few dates like when you're getting to know someone like you want to know about like what they think about in the future because like do you really want to waste another date on them if you really can't gauge if you don't really see it like working out if you don't see it like matching up with you you know yeah we're way too old to be wasting our time with people that we have no intention of seeing ourselves with next question as a shy girl, what's the best way for me to make the first move on a guy and let him know I'm interested? Oh. Interesting shy girl, question. I, I see you. I feel like it's so hard to make the first move. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm a confident person, but like. Yeah, same. I mean, it's just you, you got to pick your spot. You know, you don't want to be doing it when, you know, someone's around their friends and like or in front of a bunch of other people because a lot of times it pressure on them and they might be doing something to impress their friends that otherwise they might not think or do 
And it's a lot of times that first move is 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 so is so crucial just because like you catch someone at the right time and because it's just the right time they have a good conversation with you and then they're like wow I really like enjoyed like talking to her she was really great um I mean obviously you know if you're a shy person it can it can be tough to even get to that point at all but I. I don't want to leave it as vague as just like you got to pick your spot, but. But I think that makes sense. It kind of goes back to like what you were saying earlier about just like evaluating the moment and making yeah. sure that it's the right yeah. time. Yeah. Like, I feel like you'll know. Yeah. yeah. And like trusting your gut is so important when it comes to things. You know, I've realized in my life, my gut with like emotions for dating and, um, so a lot of the more intense moments in general. Usually my gut's correct. Usually you know, but you just don't want to say it. You don't want like you don't want to do it. You don't want to accept it, or you think that it's gonna lead you on the right path. And it can suck when you're scared of what your gut's telling you, but you know, just just go with it because a lot of times you are gonna be correct. And if you're a shy person. Just, just slide in their DMs or something. I know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a good way to kind of like get things going is just like get them alone. Like hang out with them alone. Yeah. Be like, hey, yeah. like, do you want to oh, go yeah. get ice cream? Yeah. Do you want to go like for a walk? Mm-hmm. If you like, you know, things like that. Because that's when you can kind of like really hone in on where they're at yes. without like yeah. external um, factors, like without their friends around, without your friends around, like Josh was saying, kind of removing that pressure. But yeah, I think that's a good way to kind of like evaluate it. And then you can kind of go with like what Josh said as well. Like if they say no, but they don't want to reschedule, like maybe, you know, it, yeah, don't go off of that with every situation. But like, you know, maybe if you've asked them to hang out like twice and both times they're they have something to do and they're not trying to hang out with you at another time, you might kind of look at that and then go with the gut check and yeah. see where you're at. We actually have one last question. And this is actually another good one, um, which I feel like we all, I mean, we've all been giving like perspectives and stuff on it, but what do you do if your partner is having a hard time being vulnerable with you? I think it's just like communicating it. Like I understand like it can be frustrating. Like if you're at the point where like you want someone to be more vulnerable with you, but like it takes time for everyone. Everyone's kind of different with vulnerability, But for me, just like communicating that and being like, hey, like this is on my mind. Like, Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about it? Or like just simply asking like why they're not more vulnerable, like having that conversation. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I I don't think we really had this problem, Josh. But if for some reason I did have this issue with Josh, I would just kind of be like, hey, I'm noticing, you know, that like you're kind of holding back in this regard. Like, is there something I could do to help? Like, I want you to know that I'm here for you to talk about X, Y, Z whenever you're ready. And like, I'm here to support you. And I do kind of want to like take this to the next level, like to that, to that point where we're really comfortable, like getting deep with each other. I'm a pretty vulnerable guy myself, so it's a little hard. But I will say, it, Sam, I, I don't think that's necessarily the best approach. No? Um, oh, 
I okay. That's how guy, I how guys I would go who, about it. Guys who aren't vulnerable don't want to be told that they aren't vulnerable. Oh, you have to pry it out of them. But once you okay. start, then you can really get into it with them. You have to be ready for the moment when you do pry it out of them. That's yeah. that's the big thing is because there are times where they're willing to say some of the things that you want them to say, but they'll just scratch the surface of it. And you have to be ready to really elaborate on that. You have to anticipate what they're going to say in a situation. Because I know that a lot of times... With being vulnerable, you 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 want it for something that is important. Um, you know, there's probably one specific thing that you have in mind right now about being vulnerable with a guy. One thing that's you know been a struggle in the past or a struggle currently going on, and you have to just kind of think about times where you've tried to pry that out and how they've responded. And think to yourself about how you can end up getting more out of them because you're ready for what they're going to say and force them to kind of elaborate on that. But don't make it seem like you're trying to pry it out of them because that's what people who aren't vulnerable hate the most. That, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make I mean, I guess I was just looking at it for like how I would talk, like talk to you, but I, you are pretty easily vulnerable with me so i guess it wouldn't really make sense for anybody else to apply in that situation if they were struggling in that regard I think so i lot, think you're right a lot of people who are vulnerable it feels like you feel bad for them and you know there's someone who feels like they're doing fine that's why they're not being vulnerable mm, that makes sense and you know it's sort of an indication that they're not doing fine that to someone else sense. so yeah. it'll upset them for that reason too hmm. So I, you know, just more so be ready with what you're going to say and what you can do to elaborate on that and kind of keep a conversation going about that subject. Um, You know, I I can't really think of an example off the top of my head right now, but, you know, if you're ready to talk about what's what's something heavy, Sam, give me something heavy right now to past relationships. Um, yeah, I think that is one, it, it's hard, it, that is one of the hardest things in our relationship to really bring up, but, um, and you know, a lot of things, like, you don't want to seem like you're too inquisitive, but you want to help them kind of carry on what they're saying, yeah. more so than you are trying to pick things out of them you're trying to keep them elaborating on it so mm-hmm. you know if they're talking about how there was max girlfriend that they dated and they were so bad to them and i think a lot of guys go with go through shitty relationships that and they aren't vulnerable about it i think that a lot of i mean i've been in one where you know you get blamed for everything Every single thing it feels like, and they're always mad at you. And a lot of times you're just trying to go with the flow and everything. And it's just, it's not the way to, a lot of times it can be the way that you get attacked so frequently. And it's like, you're getting attacked for it. It's not like you're getting like reprimanded. You're getting attacked. And that was one of the harder things for me in a relationship that I had to just always feel like I was at fault for every single thing that went wrong. It helped me grow up. I mean, I would say like literally like 
my life before and after that relationship, I am such a totally different person, more so than like really anything else in my life. Um, just because I I grew up so much in that, but also like I look back on it, and I'm like that that sucked. Like I don't I don't even like talk about it that much myself, just because it never really comes up. But like it it sucked being in a relationship like that where uh, you know I was at fault for everything, and a lot of guys can have that happen to them i know a lot of guys that end up you know they're kind of the the butt of everything it's always their fault and they don't have like that and it's like they either snap back and make it worse or they just keep taking it but it hurts like it hurts to keep taking like constant you know constant attacks from a girl that you care so much about because like yeah, and yeah. it can be hard. A lot of guys don't want to call it emotional abuse, but you know, I I wouldn't even say necessarily that like I was emotionally abused, but you know, I've definitely never felt more at fault for many things that went wrong in situations than that. But you know, if you're trying to talk to a guy about something like that. Um, you know, it's important to not put some of like the more negative, um, labels with negative connotations on that because that's exactly what they're scared of. That's why they're not vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, a lot of times they probably want to be more relaxed about it and, um, just don't make it sound like an interview. Just keep, try to keep them talking. And I'm sure that you can definitely get things out of a guy if you just think to yourself that more so the mentality of be ready to keep them talking than to pry information out of them. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I think those are all very like good and valid points. But kind of going off of that, I know that was our last listener question. Um, but funny enough that we like had different you know opinions on how to go about that. I was talking to you the other day about something that we had like different opinions on that I thought would be interesting to bring up so I have a friend okay. who um she went on a couple dates with this guy and she thought he was like really great and really nice and whatever but she just knew like he isn't it for her and okay. so she was like I don't want to see him anymore like what should I say and so I was telling Josh I told her to just you know she was in a really long relationship before and I I told her I was like you know honestly just tell him like I was just in this really long relationship. I've really enjoyed spending time with you, but I don't really think I'm ready for ready to continue with this, which she did bring up was a factor, but she, it was mostly just the fact that it, she wasn't that into him. Okay. Um, but Josh, when I told him that that's what I told her to say, he was like, you totally went about, you told her everything that a guy just would not want to hear. The, you just want to hear the truth, man. And so, so many guys, part of, part of being a guy, you are the one who's usually shooting your shot first. You know, you get in these little things. And the worst, especially now that, you know, we're 23, 24, you know, we're, we're, get, we're getting up there. It's starting to where you don't really want to start talking to someone unless you can start see it being something serious. I mean, m most people, I feel like. Um, but it's just that it sucks hearing old cliches over and over and over again. I, guys at this point just want to hear the truth if they're interested in you. You know, they just, they'll leave you alone. 
if you're just really not interested and they're really pressuring you, it if it's something that is if it's something that is just as simple as they're not the person for you, like it it doesn't hurt that bad. You know, like it's so hard to find someone who's so perfect for you and it's like you feel a little disappointed, but then you know, it takes a couple of days and it's like yeah. I mean, clearly if something was not working this early on, then you know, why would it have been any different? And that's why it's so hard to find someone that makes you so happy for such a long time is because that's one of the things that I really didn't get until I was out of a relationship before was I was like, it is so hard to find someone that you can even date for like six months. Nonetheless, like, like years get married to like, there are so many people, so many like, dating life. So many people that come in and out of your life, and it's insane to think about how much it really goes into even just like a short stretch of time for them. There are so many people that you know they might walk by. There are some people who will, you know, you're at a car dealership. There's so many people walk past the car. So many people that actually stop and look at it. So many people that actually test drive a car. And someone actually buys the car. I think that's a really good perspective. Because yeah. I feel like as females, we like to sugarcoat things. And, like, I think maybe it's, like, the motherly instinct in us, too. Like, we don't want to hurt people. And, like... Yeah. Well, because to me... I, I probably would have given the same yeah, advice that to, you did. To me, even Josh saying, like, just tell him straight up. Like, if this were someone, like, breaking things off with me... I don't care what the truth is. I would rather hear like, oh, I'm not ready than hear like, it just wasn't you. Because that's just not, like, that's just me. But I think he's yeah. so right to the point where no, like, that's, that's not what a guy wants to hear. And I think the truth is scary. But like, to Josh's point, like people do want to hear the truth. Yeah. You hear I, so many lies. I you're like start trying to date. So, I feel like I would so want to know many. the truth in all honesty. Yeah. The more truth you know, the better. Like, it would hurt me, yeah, but, like... It's hard to ever build off of something without knowing the truth. Yeah. Could... could So, like, for example, when you were, like, dating people before me, did... Could you, like, see through when people... If someone were to break something off with you, could you see through them telling you, like, oh, it's just... I just not don't have time, or, like, could you see through the cliches, usually, or no? I would have just been like, okay, I know you're just like. So you'd be able to tell. Yeah. I would would be like, you definitely just like didn't like. Didn't like me. Yeah. You know, like like you tried, but didn't work out. Um, Because in the situation. (laughs) Sorry that I gave you bad advice. (laughs) Terrible advice. um, Oh my God. I feel like I'm learning so much. Yeah. Just like right now. It's one of those things. You really shouldn't press yourself over something like that, but. Also remember the opportunity cost a lot of stuff. You know, if someone doesn't have many mutual friends with you, if someone, uh, you know, are, do you live far away from them? Are you never going to see them again? Mm-hmm. If you're never going to see them again, if you don't want to see them again, go ahead. Full court press, you know, <laughs> just go do what you want to do. That's one of those things. Men, men suck, but 
but girls do love sugar coating things and it it sucks i loved hearing that perspective and i love hearing josh like i loved hearing your perspective on everything because it really did make me sit here and think and be like wow yeah, like especially with that last portion. Yeah, do with, you? Like, breaking things. I, I mean, I feel like I'm like, trying to think of anything else that I can kind of like sum everything up. I know, up if there's any like other advice that you would want to give, like. Ooh. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. I have one. Okay. I might be biased because clearly I'm dating you. Really? But, yeah. Oh, okay. But I, I feel like you are just like better than the average man <laughs> when it comes I'm to honored. like well like obviously I think that because I wouldn't be dating you if I didn't think that but when it comes to like just being intentional and like being thoughtful and like thinking about your significant other and just people in general so I mean we have a, a much smaller demographic of men who listen to this podcast but we do have a pretty decent amount yeah so what is your um what is your advice for like a guy who is either you know like trying to date a girl or like in a relationship that they they feel like you know they want to learn how to like step it up and like be a better boyfriend because Mm -hmm. I will tell you I think you're the best boyfriend in the world and like Ashley and a bunch of my other like friends have been like Josh needs to teach a class on how to be a boyfriend like such a good boyfriend like I Sam when I got out of like my like relationship sam was like i'm just manifesting a josh for you i'm manifesting a josh for all of my friends i am it's true all of us have our own josh not all of us date josh yeah i don't want to i no don't want that but i want everyone to get their own version of josh um what is like your advice for guys in like dating i guess i think one of the biggest things that i would say for a relationship this can go for girls too um when you get complacent early on, that's the worst. You know, like, obviously you want to be comfortable with someone, but there is a difference between comfortable and complacent. You don't want to just, like, you know, and some of it can be that you weren't really putting that much pressure into things or putting too much into it um, in the beginning, so you never really felt like any of that was, like, your thing or whatever, but it's... It, it's so easy to put some effort into things, um, you know, to take some time out of your day to go and buy your girlfriend some flowers or just to plan, like, a date that's out of the ordinary. You know, you don't have to do the same thing every single weekend. You know, just go out to different bars, whatever. Like, you can plan a little trip, a little excursion, you know, go, go hiking somewhere or something. It's something different because... You know, and but when you start off a relationship sometimes with it just being so like casual, you guys just like hang out, you don't really go out to dinner or anything like that, it can be so easy for you to kind of stray away from that and not feel like it's part of it. But you know, it's just keep pushing, um, you know, keep on trying to make yourself fall in love with them every single day, try to make try to do what it takes to make them fall in love with you every single day. You know, and if you're able to do that, that's when you know that it it it's right because you eventually if it's not right, you will start 
to kind of get away from doing stuff like that. You'll start to get away from being able to, you know, push yourself to do these things because you don't feel like they're necessary. But then I don't think I'm the best boyfriend in the world like Sam does. There are a lot of things that I do um, that I could be a lot better at. Um, yeah, I've been needing to take her on a vacation for a long time Shut now. Up. <laughs> well, we, I've really. We been... just went to Columbus. Okay, Sam. <laughs> Sam, nobody goes on vacation <laughs> to Columbus, I had a great time. Ohio. But you know, I did too. But you know, it's like it—it's something that is for them and i you know like i said, i i could be so much better of a boyfriend than i am there are so many things that i feel like i do that i'm not perfect at even though sam may tell you otherwise there perfect. are plenty of things that i do wrong but and it's just to keep pushing yourself keep pushing yourself and if you can't keep doing that there's a problem there because yeah, and obviously, it, to a reasonable extent, you don't need to be taking go out going out to a fancy dinner every single weekend, every single night. But you should be able to keep on trying to find new things to do with them. Try to keep you know important traditions alive that are maybe a little over the top, but you know you should keep doing them because. You know, just kind of, if you can keep doing that, a lot of times it means that you're still very, very interested in that person and you're still very much in love with them or you very much, you like them so much. But if you don't, if you find that hard, it's usually curtains. Curtains? <laughs> it's usually <laughs> curtains. Have a good night. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely the thing that I would give for advice is just make sure that and try to keep yourself from being complacent, but if you're too, um, you know, if you're having an issue with that, it's probably time. I think to that point, and I know this isn't supposed to be my my <laughs> advice for guys; it's supposed to be Josh's. But Josh isn't going to toot his own horn. So something that I will say is intentionality is like a huge thing that I think is key to any relationship like Josh is very intentional with pretty much everything that he does and for me like I my love language is acts of service and so like even though it might be easy for Josh to like make my coffee in the morning or like pull my car into the garage or different things like that like he's intentional about those things because he knows even though to him they might seem like small things there are things that like mean a lot to me so I just think about think I think like thinking about your person and making sure that you know you're intentional with the things that you do um and not getting complacent with that just to go off what you said relationships aren't perfect and like you know you're gonna go through like a lot together but like it's about overcoming all that stuff Mm -hmm. and learning from it and progressing and growing as a couple like growing separately and growing together yeah that's how i like putting it like just growth um but i again love that for you guys and sam to like your point too like the whole intentionality thing like i think as long as like you have like strong intentions and you're showing like your partner that you're thinking about them and like you know doing actions for them like that's wonderful and like i think that just keeps the love alive yeah i would agree Mm -hmm. 
Dating's hard. Men yeah. suck. Men suck. <laughs> That's uh, how we should end that episode. Dating's hard. Men suck. <laughs> men, men's, men, men do suck. Um, I mean, not not to hate on my, my brethren too much, but <laughs> um, I do think that uh, men as a whole need to do better. I mean, a lot of things that men don't do are so easy. It's so easy to just, like, do things to show that you care. And even if it's not exactly the way they want it, like, even if it's not their their love language, per se, <laughs> you still know when someone tried. Yeah. It's a very obvious a thing, and that goes a long way. Um, you know, you can tell regardless of what the love language was that an effort was put in, and guys need to try more. Um Overall, in dating, people need to stop keeping people on the hook. I think it's stupid. Um, I think it's wrong. It's manipulative. I can't say that I've never been totally innocent of that, but I wasn't really aware of it that I... Can you tell the people what on the hook means for those that might not know? I just want to know what on the hook means. Not everyone has seen How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I mean, even before... I mean, that's where, like, you, you can kind of, like, tell someone's, like, into you. You don't really, like, feel it back, but you don't want to, like, let them go because you, you kind of like them. You like the attention a little bit. It's just stupid. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I... It's funny because, like, there are probably girls who have thought that, like, I... Um, was on their hook or that I or that they were on the hook for me but they didn't care but that's just because I'm friends with girls you know like I I think that having platonic friendships is very important with um, you know with a girl if you're a guy or if you're a girl that with a guy because you do you get different perspectives on things yeah for sure i mean it can be a really hard balance to find someone that is truly like that with you sometimes it can be that you totally just rule something out from day one because of some obstacle in the way like you know there's distance or they're in a relationship and you're not at the time like that's how i felt the same before until i started hanging out with her you know and it was one of those things where I had like never really like thought of anything until I kind of thought to myself, like, I think she's into me, but <laughs> uh it was a couple of weeks before I told um one of my friends, I was like, I I'm pretty sure that she likes me, but um, But I hate her. <laughs> no, no I I was I was a little worried about her liking me and having feelings for me because we were such good friends, but she just got out of a relationship and I didn't know how ready she was at the time. And, and now he's in love with me. Yeah. And worship the ground that you walk on. Yes. And you guys are absolutely like everyone's like perfect couple. I Aww. no. No no no. Uh, I will. I will never say that I'm the perfect man being a couple, the perfect couple. But you guys, but... you guys are just like a couple that a lot of friends I feel can look up to because you guys are so because very Sam because Sam's like literally the nicest person on the planet, and every single person that I've <laughs> ever talked to, like or ever introduced Sam to, is like, oh my gosh, your girlfriend's so nice. <laughs> and oh. I was like, yeah, well, everybody loves I you know. too. 
probably don't. Yes, they do. I can be a very bland person. To you some are people. not bland. I, no, to some people. Because some people, I just don't have that right like chord to strike with someone. But you do. You can strike a chord with literally anyone on the planet. So. You make me cry. <laughs> well, don't. Oh, yeah. My mom texted me. Hi. Hope you had a good day. What time are you coming home? And she said, say hi to my girl. So I, th- I think that's directed toward you, Sam. <laughs> oh, tell her I said hi. All right, we'll do. Say hi to my girl. I love her. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. That we can all answer to end. To end the episode on a high note. Yeah. Okay. Um. What was so? I mean, like I guess for Josh and I each other, but what for you, Ashley, is okay. like your biggest green flag in the person that you were like seeing right now. The big in my yes in backpack boy yeah um I think it's a lot of his views align a lot with mine and I don't have to compromise like who I am as a person yeah and given I was in a relationship with someone for a very long time where I was kind of changing um and I wasn't my best self and I think that my friends kind of like put this like perfectly and they totally fucking outed me on my birthday but they were just like they told him they're like she's a lot happier now and she's glowing like she's Aww. back to like what she used to be and i think that's again just like um i'm talking to someone who not only you know shares very similar values as i do but is consistently trying to grow themselves and like i always like push myself to like the extreme and so does this guy so like i think I don't know, like, we're very similar in that, that aspect, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and he's bringing me 20 cheese sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My biggest green flag with Josh was that he, I, I don't have to, like, dim down who I am to be with him. I, I can completely be myself, and, like, we just have the best time together. It was so much fun together, and just truly, like, he just, like, does nothing but build me up, so... That's my green. Flag. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that mine with Sam would just be that um I feel like I can do everything with her. Um and you know, even if she hates it, she'll put up with it. Even if um I even if I'm annoying her, she puts up with it. You know, even even on my worst days, she'll put up with me. You know, it's just that—that's uh, the biggest thing with her is that I—it's hard to find someone. And, you know, I—I I really before her found like kind the one person that understood me like half of what how Sam understands me and mm-hmm. makes me feel. You know, it's like there are a lot of things that um, different past relationships you kind of build off of and. You know, they all help you get to the spot that you are now. And it's also one of the things to take away from uh, shitty guys, shitty girls, whoever whoever you're interested in that's listening. Um, you know, just just remember that you, everything that doesn't go right, you have to remember. Like, take, take away some positives from it. Or take away what you will never, ever, ever let yourself do again. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think we can all agree, like, the biggest green flag is 
just being able to be yourself around someone yeah. and like having them understand you. Um, and I think that's something that is just like amazing in any yeah any kind of relationship or situationship or whatever the I hell. Feel like, like I feel like we all said that in different fonts. Right. All <laughs> different fonts. Like yeah. yeah, you don't want to walk on eggshells around some or I don't know what the proper term is. You don't want to walk on eggshells around someone. Yeah. That's how you say yeah. it. But yeah, like you you just want to be happy. You want to be yourself and finding someone that allows you to do that whether they're in it for like the long haul or not. Like that's always just like a nice, nice thing. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think um, this is a good note to yeah. end on. Josh, thank you. Thank you for so much on. for yeah. I try my best. I am, I'm so sorry to everyone. Bedtime. Yeah, it is past my bedtime. <laughs> send us a message and we'll obviously link Josh's like Insta um, and feel free to send any of us a message. And Yeah. yeah. I, I, obviously, it can feel weird if you were like reaching out to me about something and you have no clue who I am or you don't know me. You can feel free to message Sam and Ashley because one of the things that I enjoy most in life is being able to help people because, you know, the hardest time in my life was when I didn't have anyone to really talk to about something. So that's a very positive note to end on. And um, again, Josh, thank you so much. And I highly recommend our listeners to reach out to Josh if you guys feel like it, because in all honesty, he's a great advice giver. But yeah. That is episode nine. We'll see you next week for episode episode 10. 10. Ah, Crazy. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.